Welcome to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. I'm Mary Feldman. And I'm Karen McCormick. Let's have a conversation about our conversations. Hello, it's Mary here. Welcome back to Communicate Kindly, the podcast. Karen and I were on spring break last week, so it's great to be back with a brand new episode. Before we dive in, we just want to remind you that we really are interested in how you're enjoying the podcast and if it's opening up ways to help you communicate more kindly with others and with yourself. So we invite you to share your thoughts on Instagram or Facebook or send us a direct message. Um, Karen is on Instagram at Mom McCormick and I'm at Mary.Feldman. And please be sure to rate, review and share the podcast. In this episode, we have a chat about anxiety, something that we've both dealt with our entire lives. Take a listen. And we're back. Here we are. Yep, we're here. We're ready to go. How was your spring break? Oh, you know, it was lovely. Lovely. I had a wedding. I had Easter. And it was just, you know, wonderful so i missed everyone though we're back full force get rid of us no you can't well (laughs) i had a a lovely week off as well and visited good family in pennsylvania and uh it was it was nice to get away for a little bit i thought today we could talk about a dirty word if you're up for it and the dirty word in my opinion is anxiety oh oh yeah and i guess it really doesn't have to be a dirty word because i think it's so common we all experience it and i don't know what the best way to deal with it is we're certainly not licensed professionals no but uh i'm experiencing it right now very very much so in our time off we decided to purchase a house. Oh my God, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So as you know, we were kind of taking a little break. We sold our house two years ago and we're trying to just kind of get a gauge of what we wanted to do next. And we did decide that we would Mm -hmm. purchase a new house. And uh, it is fraught with anxiety and it's all really good stuff. But it is amazing how big life decisions and sometimes even small life decisions can cause so much worry and anxiety. It's a big purchase. Yeah. You know, what I'm realizing is that so many people deal with anxiety every single day, myself included, that, Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, yeah, it doesn't, it, it, it probably doesn't need to be a dirty word, Kara, right? Because it is such a part of our lives. Yeah, um, you're right. I, I shouldn't it's... say that. You're right. It, it's it's how we use yeah. our anxiety. Yeah. How do we use it to our advantage? Yeah. How does it work for us? Um, but I, I, I mean, I have battled anxiety my entire life. As have uh, I. I never knew it was anxiety mm-hmm. until an adult. And... I think in a lot of ways, I made it work for me and it gave me the fuel I needed. The mo- It kind of gives you that motivation. As long as it doesn't 
get you handicapped or it doesn't get you uh, cluttered mm. and not thinking clearly. And I've been there and back. And I know my triggers now at 57. I know what my triggers are. Um, but I, I, to your point, Mayor, if I were buying a house right now, I'd be totally anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would. And the mm-hmm. happiest of things still can cause anxiousness. That's a really interesting point. And I'm just getting that as you're saying it, because I do think that often good things come with that. When's the shoe going to drop next? So we mm. experience joy or mm. moving forward, but with that comes mm-hmm. Something is going to not go well or there's Mm, mm -hmm. something like it's, it's hard. I think it's hard. I can speak for myself to just um, it's, you know, when you're in those moments of delight, do you sometimes also have a moment of, well, this can't last. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Cause we know that's not realistic in life. Mm-hmm. However, when we get to the point in our stage of life where we are, we know, hey, roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Life is, is, you know, riding waves. You get the highs, you get the lows. And when you get the joy and that the, the good things that come, relish them. Yeah. Yeah. Relish them. Yeah. And don't don't not live in the moment of the joy and the anxiousness and excitement of something good because you know it's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Or if you if you have that projection, then you're going to look for trouble. Whereas right. you just kind of say, "Oh, wow, I got this this beautiful home that I'm moving into. I'm going to relish and enjoy every aspect of this." And Expect the best. But the anxiousness, I mean, look, I'm talking a good game, but I have anxiety over paint color. (laughs) I mean, come on. And that's supposed to be joyful because it's, it goes like this. It spirals down in my head. I'm going to pick a paint color and then I don't like the paint color, but I just hired the painters. The painters cost a lot of money. I'm really not going to redo that paint, even though people say, oh, it's just paint. You're going to redo it. (laughs) No, maybe if I'm was good at painting myself, I would. Then I start going, well, where am I going to get money for to fix it? And I'm not working now. And, um, oh, my gosh, how am I going to take care of all these things? And then it just goes into this big thing. And before I know it, I'm numb. Yeah. I don't have joy. I have fear yeah yeah it it turns to fear and this and this is a really simple example that you're using and it you know things can be really serious like serious things that cause anxiety and fear but i i kind of think that regardless of what seems like the level of severity of what you're dealing with it's still it's still about coming back to the moment, the very present moment, right? Like that's that, hard to do. It's when hard you're to in do. An ang- 
you, you know, they, they say anxiety attack, right? Mm. And people think, oh, I'm having an anxiety attack. And they think that it lasts for, oh, maybe a few hours, a few minutes, whatever, a day. No, an anxiety attack can last like a duration of time during that episode. Mm -hmm. So if you're, you know, doing a move and it's going to take you six weeks or whatever to get in there, you could be on an anxiety moment of attack Mm -hmm. for until it's settled. Well, and I've had anxiety, I mean, I've had anxiety my entire life, so I kind of feel like it can last for a lifetime. <laughs> but, However, you But of course not- you have moments where, you you know, you feel pretty well. But So can can I t- share something? A friend of mine who I, I won't name and nobody really knows her anyway, she's fabulous. And she too has battled anxiety her entire life. Um, and I say that, you know, very casually because I think, most of us have, even if we didn't know we weren't battling it. Okay. So this woman really had more handicaps associated with the anxiety where it would keep her in. She wouldn't be able to go and do things like orgophobia. I believe that's how you call it. Oh, agoraf- yeah, agoraphobia. agoraphobia. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, and she's, she's not young. She's in our age group. And she did find a homeopathic doctor that that's a medical doctor that found some kind of, you know, treatment that did something to her brain to help her. And it has made it like life changing for her. And she said it was really weird. She was on her way to like the grocery store. And she's in her car and she kept saying, oh, my gosh, I feel like I forgot something. What did I forget? What did I forget? And as she's driving, she goes, oh, I forgot my anxiety. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So so this treatment is working for her that she didn't have her anxiety. And she felt so uh, aligned with that. And her personality aligned with her anxiety that it was like a piece of her that she forgot. Wow. Yeah. Well, you, if you're not experiencing it and you've experienced it for that, your entire life, it, it kind of becomes, it becomes who, who, you, you, are. who you are. So yeah, you, you don't even recognize yourself if you're not experiencing it. That's fascinating. Yeah. And she's doing really well. And I think, too, like I could relate to that because sometimes I'm not in my anxious moment. Situations for me, like you, make me anxious or excited, right? Anxious yeah. and excited. Oh, what is it? Um, you're buying a new house. Of course. I've done it before. I've bought houses before. And you go, <laughs> you get through it. And then you go, oh, thank God I did went through that annoyance, whatever. Um your anxiety is rightful in your situation. Well, yeah. And I think you, you make a good point about anxiety fueling you to get to the next level, next step, get motivate you to get things done. I think that often mine's been crippling to the point where I don't, I don't get things done. And I do, 
avoid or procrastinate or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I guess there you do need a little bit of that to to get things done. It's just sometimes I just spiral and spiral into this like mm-hmm. place where it's and it's fear. It's yeah. fear. It's fear. It's fear of a lot of things. You know, I just I I second guess all of my choices. Mm-hmm. I I do. I second guess all of my choices mm-hmm. rather than let it be. Yeah, I I have what I call decision remorse a lot. Oh yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, remorse mm-hmm. is a good word. Yeah. So much so and and usually mine are more of the stupid little things. Again, I'll use the paint color. Mm-hmm. I picked the blue. I should have picked the the tan. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, why didn't I pick the blue? Why did I pick the tan? Why yeah. did I pick the blue? Why did I pick the tan? You know, and and you get caught into that instead of just saying the decision was made, get on with it. Mm-hmm. It's like gambling. When do you stop and leave the blackjack table and stop trying to change things? Oh, uh, no, I'm doing deal another hand. Let me try it. No. Enjoy what the, you have. Enjoy what you hand. have, what you've received, right? And if, yeah. 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 And when you have so many options, sometimes that's where you go, oh my gosh, I could have that if I want. I could have that if I want. I could have that if I want. I mean, anyone, you don't have to really be. You, the, the way America is, there are so many decisions to make day to day, minute to minute from, you know, your your toast that you're ordering to your your coffee choices. Too many coffee choices. Right. Too many, too many cereal choices. Too many. Yeah, we have too many. Oh, it's it, makes you spiral. And I am not somebody who makes decisions easily. I mean, I look at what you're ordering at the table and then I say, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I should have gotten that. Yeah, but let's not go there because <laughs> I asked the waitress how many times, you know, what do you think I should order? Oh, you know. It all gets comes back to that. Maybe I need to ask the person serving what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm learning that lesson because it would be one less decision I have to make. I should bingo. I should start doing that. Bingo. Well, you know it, this anxiety thing. Okay, so my mom, all her life too, she had anxiety, OCD, bouts of depression, um, mostly anxiety. Um, now she's in a place with, you know, her, it's dementia, hydrocephalus, water on the brain, blah, blah, blah. She is the calmest, most chilled out she's ever been in her entire life and the most joyful. Mm. And, you know, to see her not able to move her body, but yet have the freedom of no anxiety is like so liberating and so beautiful to watch. Um, So we got our panties in a bunch for what? Right. Right. You get to the end of your life like that. And she's just like sitting back like whatever. Yeah. So you look, life is full of chances. I think I'm sure your home is going to be, beyond your expectations and for you to just accept 
that this is what life has sent you and relish in the process and the joy of it because everyone deserves the best they can give themselves. Well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, and this is about speaking kindly to yourself too, right? So now's your time mm, to walk the walk, not talk the talk. Mm. You really can learn a lot for our listeners. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what I love about our show. We're not really dishing out advice, right? Oh, gosh, no. No, we're we're telling telling, you. We're working through it ourselves. (laughs) We're working through it. We're giving, you know, we're kind of like a community to help share and give each other tips on what maybe works and doesn't work for each other in certain human situations. And anxiety is necessary as a human. Fight or flight. Flight or fight. I don't know which is which. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, many times my anxiety has been my hero in a lot of things in my life and has saved me. Now, that's in my younger years. In my older years now, uh, the cost of it physically isn't great. Mm -hmm. So I'm limiting some of my risk taking with where I want to use my anxiety. Mm -hmm. Can you so, give an example of that? Um, I guess starting a business. Mm. You know, I started a business 10 years or better ago. And um, what the heck? You know, what the heck? I started many businesses and many failed. Um, and one was very successful and I got lucky. And I was determined because my anxiety was not going to let this not work it had to work you were nr you're amazing but no, that, whole, that no you really are and the process of watching you go through that was fascinating because i was with you to know that there was a lot of anxiety prior yeah. to starting the business and that you were still willing to take that risk and to go in full force and to um, just accept and live with it. It was fascinating to watch. And well, good. I'm glad. But, but at the same time, I felt like I didn't have a choice. And when you get to a place like that, that you really don't have a choice, you have to make something work. Then you're going to take that anxiety and use it for fuel. Yeah. And now, but let me say, you did, you always had a choice. Like, I know you might have felt like you didn't have a choice, but you always had a choice. You're right. It, and the choice, I think I had many options in my head, but my husband didn't accept other options that I thought would have worked for us at that time, raising three kids. Mm-hmm. Things like, let's sell our house and go to a townhouse. Let's not have kids in Catholic school. Let's, you know, cut corners where we could cut corners so we can have funds for dance lessons, soccer, baseball, travel, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I I thank him for that now because he didn't want to uproot and change things for kids and all that kind of stuff. 
So I thought, well, well, how can I do that? Where and how can I do a job where I could get home and get them to all their shit and make money so that I can fund it? Mm-hmm. So, but like with you, you know, do you have a choice? Sure, you have a choice mm-hmm. in this. Sure. Oh, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. You know me better than I know myself. <laughs> and vice versa. Like, and can like laser focus on where I'm coming from. But the last couple of years have been difficult. They've mm. been tough. Everybody has their thing. Everybody has their right. stuff. And none of us right. are getting through this without some heavy stuff. And, you know, to what degree we had some challenging times um, mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. The reason I say, you know, me better than I know myself most times is that I I'm good in the crisis, as you know. Oh, so yeah. the last couple of years, as difficult as it's been, I kind of know my place. I am like, OK, we're going to get through this. I know we're going to get through this. Everything's going to be OK. I have faith. I have um, I am willing to sacrifice certainly sacrifice whatever however it needs to go but then when things start turning around that's when I get like there's where my anxiety is like it can't things can't necessarily be getting better well Um, so there tells me it's fiction what your anxiety is not true you're creating a fictional outcome of where you are in this. That's what causes the anxiety. When you're in real life stuff, you know it's real. So anxiety isn't really there like it is when it's fake. Because we create it. You're when you're in a real crisis, you know what to do. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. It's factual. Here's what I got in front of me. Here's the tools I need to get through this. I'm good mm-hmm. when it, this is like really like easy and coming to me. And why is this happening? Oh, I got to create some kind of. Yeah, story. that's that's what it is. And you've said it. My friend Joanne has said it as well. She said, because the last few years I've been OK. And you you both have said to me, I worry when things are going to start turning around because for, because you both know me well enough to yeah. know that that's when I get a little bit like, oh, this can't be right. Like, I'm yeah. better in the crisis than I am when things are good. So I think we need to follow this through. And you have to keep our viewers and me, obviously. Their listeners care. Their listeners. listeners. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm such a visual. <laughs> I like TV. And even TV doesn't exist. My kids are like, Mom, no, you're not on TV. It's YouTube <laughs> or Instagram. Or they, I'm like, don't put me on TV. Mom, you know, it's not TV. Oh. So, but I really feel like through this, you're going to help so many people, me included, because you know, I always say, I am one breath away from an anxiety issue. Yeah, sure. We all are just being human. There's a line in the Catholic church they used to use. I don't know if we still use it. I don't think we do. 
but I always loved it. It is um, protect us from all our anxiety as we wait in joyful hope. You know, protect us from ourselves and let us be joyful. Protect Mary from her anxiety so she can be in full joy of this beautiful move that she has coming. Yeah. And that's yeah. my prayer for you. Well, thanks, Kara. I I so appreciate that. I know that some of our listeners out there are dealing with way bigger issues. Um, but I do think that it all comes back to accepting the present moment, certainly being grateful for what you have in the present moment, um, whatever that might be is, you know, life and, and breath. And it is that projection of what is to come or that the shame, or the shame or the, uh, of what of what's happened in the past and that's okay. where the and that, oh, that's interesting that now, fuels your anxiety that's that's interesting yeah that's really interesting i i can go back to places in my life where i think oh my gosh even a season where mm-hmm. something happened in my life that was hard and I can get anxious during that time period thinking about, oh my God, it was spring of 2002. And here I am, you know, 20 years later or whatever. And I still get like oh, mm-hmm. that yeah. awful feeling. I don't want that yeah. feeling. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back, it floods back. And I think that's where some of my anxiety of this week has been is that, um, you know, the, the, the last big move we made was moving from my home in Philadelphia to Virginia. And it was really a difficult thing to do. So I, it was as soon as we realized that we're going to be able to get this house, I think all of that came flooding back. Interesting. Yeah. So it's wonderful. And I'm very blessed and I am excited but it's just interesting how these things can can come flooding back those feelings well, that, that anxiety um it's just really interesting a a tip that works for me when that happens in my life i look at when that situation happened right your younger self was dealing with that you had little kids you were leaving your mother, your sister, your brothers, you were leaving your friends. It was really anxiety driven. You got through it. Yeah. This compared to that is a piece of, Oh, it is a piece. And that's the thing. And I, you know, I, that is the thing is that even when it's something that is, is really joy filled or should be joy filled, the sabotaging of that joy by second guessing and feeling so much anxiety is like, I don't know. Like, why do we do this to ourselves? So you're going to learn and teach us. So what, what, how are you going to do this? What, what's your plan of action? Accept 
the blessings and be great and be grateful. Just be grateful and know that, you know, things can change and, and we've been through so much right change and 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 it's all life why fret and fray over all those little things mm-hmm. especially now in this stage of your life yeah yeah now's the time to say i'm gonna take what life is going to give me and not question it right thanks car yeah maybe i don't maybe need a when... therapist i have you and i don't need one because i have you <laughs> Point taken, our listeners, not viewers, listeners, this is, you know, part of why we do what we do. We are allowing ourselves to be super vulnerable and sharing ourselves with all of you so that you can feel like, oh my gosh, a lot of what we go through day to day is normal, normal stuff especially at our age that we're going through so join the journey with us we hope you enjoyed this episode here are the takeaways number one life is a roller coaster when you get the joy relish it number two expect the best number three come back to the present moment when you're feeling anxious number four Everyone deserves the best they can give themselves. Number five, anxiety can be your hero if you use it to move forward. And number six, we always have a choice. And don't forget that YouTube and Instagram are not TV, unless, of course, you have YouTube TV. And if you don't understand the ordering reference, please be sure to go back and listen to episode 12, The Menu. We are honored that you took time out of your busy day to listen. Thank you so much. When you communicate, communicate kindly and transform the world one conversation at a time.